the fans who want to keep pounding. The ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, the Views from Men Street podcast is in your ear holes. We are glad to have you along for the ride. Rob Brown, Lonzo Reitzel with you, putting a cap on this. Hey, do us a favor. If you haven't done this already, we would greatly appreciate you sharing the pod around your social circles. If you've got some Carolina Panther fans in your life that maybe want a little bit more Panther talk in their life, Send it over to him. Let him know that Rob and Lonzo are talking Panthers like twice a week minimum, sometimes more. We'll see when we get closer to the draft. Here's some news and notes, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it is a crossover, Lonzo, that Carolina fans, both the Cox and the Panthers, are going to be very excited about. But per Dan Graziano, Lions assistant head coach and running backs coach Deuce Staley has left the Detroit Lions to join Frank Reich's program in Carolina. How about that pickup? Deuce headed to Carolina. Welcome home. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I love that pickup. And I'll tell you why I love that pickup. Uh, Deuce Staley is about as energetic of a dude as you will ever see on the sideline. He was that way as a player back in South Carolina. He was that way as a player in the National Football League in the late 90s and early 2000s. He has been that way as a coach during his time in Philly. That is why I think, honestly, he got the job in Detroit in January of 2021. He has been there with Dan Campbell since. They love him in Detroit. I went to some Detroit message boards when I saw that. They are very bummed to see him go. A heck of a player in college, a heck of a baller at the NFL level, and a dude who genuinely lives the game. And I'm saying this right now, and I mean it, based on our running game last year, and the personality of the guys that we will be having in the backfield next year, pending additions, this is my favorite coaching pickup. And I'm including Frank Reich in that discussion. I love Deuce Staley. I love this pickup. This immediately made me go, my dude is putting a team together. I love this. So it is a good sign, and uh, I, th- I think we got to see who the next guy is. If the next guy is a is a home run, also, then uh, the excitement for the season gets even more, even more uh, exciting uh, than the news that some guy you know down in Florida decided to quit. Um, this this is this is pretty cool news. Here is the interesting question. Dan Graziano said he is leaving Detroit to come to Carolina. Dan Graziano did not report what position he is coming to take in Carolina. He was, in Detroit, the assistant head coach. Do you think that he is leaving Detroit to come to Carolina? He was the assistant head coach and running backs coach. Do you think he is leaving to come to Carolina to be anything less than the offensive coordinator, even if that means that Frank Reich is still calling the plays 
Dude, Staley's got an eye for the football. He learned from Dan Campbell in Detroit. And by the way, before he was in Detroit, Dude Staley was a coach in Philadelphia. You know who else was on that staff in Philly? Frank Reich, a guy who knows him very, very well. I love this pickup. I would not be shocked to find out that uh, because he's under contract. Remember, if you are under contract and you get hired to another team, you cannot leave for a lateral job. It has to be a promotion, and then you're allowed to leave. I got a feeling we're going to find out tomorrow, great one, that Deuce Staley is the new offensive coordinator in Charlotte. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, uh, you're right. No lateral moves. you got to be a step up, and there's only one way to go up, and that would be that. And and that's fine. So then you got your offensive coordinator. Now let's see who to get for a defensive coordinator. Now, here's why that is more interesting, because we mentioned a few minutes ago. I, I know there's a name out there, but, you know. We mentioned a few minutes ago that Carolina had reached out to Jacksonville for permission to speak with their uh, their passing game coordinator, Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter is not an assistant head coach in Jacksonville. He is the pass game coordinator in Jacksonville. It would need to be a step up for him as well to take that job. Uh, at the time that Deuce Staley was discussed, and Rappaport sent out a tweet that involved both of them. This was earlier this afternoon. He said the Panthers have requested permission to speak with Jaguars pass game coordinator Jim Bob Cooter for their OC job. They've done the same for Lions assistant head coach Deuce Staley for an elevated position on their staff. Staley's name just got leaked literally as we were starting this show as moving over to Carolina. So I've got now to think that Deuce Staley is the new offensive coordinator. And that Jim Bob's probably out. Probably so. out. Unless they consider the concept of passing game coordinator and assistant head coach in elevated title. And then maybe he comes over and kind of works hand in hand, but I would not get my hopes up on that just yet. I think we've kind of seen what we need to see uh, here with uh, here with Deuce Staley. I'm hoping as we do this pod, there'll be breaking news to tell us who the defensive coordinator is. I honestly have not heard a ton on that except for the fact that the San Francisco 49ers have requested permission to speak with Steve Wilkes about filling the role that was vacated by D'Amico Ryans, who, of course, earlier this week took the job of head coach with the Houston Texans. Uh, listen, based on what, the announcement. What about Fangio? Out, Where is Fangio uh, going? Fangio's in Miami. Fangio got him a job. So he is, he? He is okay, in Miami. That. Yeah, that, I think that came down like late yesterday. I don't remember exactly when. Um, so he was gone. So you're looking at what's left. I, I, I think that very obviously, though, with the uh, statement that came from Wilkes' attorneys uh, minutes or hours after Frank Reich was announced as the head coach earlier this week, it was pretty clear that Steve Wilkes was not going to become the D.C. in the CLT, and we've got to look outwards and elsewhere. I think there was a lot of let's let the chips fall and let's kind of see what shakes up as far as obviously finding the head coach. Uh, I think Frank Reich's priority was probably on finding an OC uh, out of the gate. We've obviously, it appears that we've done that with Deuce Staley. I would not be shocked if by the end of this weekend, we know who's going to be controlling the other side of the football too. Yeah, I, you know, and you need that as soon as possible. So you can start putting together any, any other guys that those guys need un, underneath them and start looking towards the draft. Uh, without a doubt, the sooner you can put everything in place, the quicker you can start looking at, 
trading everything away and getting um, <clears throat> CJ Stroud. Speaking which is, of, which is priority. Speaking of trading in the draft, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how about this little bit of note? Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated put out a report also when we were about to get this show's recording underway that said, quote, the Bears have decided to go ahead with Justin Fields as the franchise quarterback and will try to trade the first overall pick in the draft instead of drafting a quarterback prospect. Fields impressed the Bears organization on how he handled the 2022 season. So now it looks like the Bears will be looking for a trade partner as we get closer to the NFL draft. So I have got to assume this, and this comes with the hiring of Frank Reich. Frank Reich learned in Indy because remember, Indy passed on a few QB prospects in order to bring in guys. Now, again, some of those guys they brought in, guys like Carson Wentz came in, had a, had a decent time before they got shipped right back out. But Frank Reich, I think, may have learned a lesson in Indianapolis. That lesson is establish that quarterback position and establish it with somebody that you think is going to give you con some consistency for at least four or five years under center. The closer we get, the more I hear Frank Reich talk, the more I hear Alonzo talk, the more I think that there is a very good chance that with the elevated amount of draft capital the Carolina Panthers have, and now we find out the Bears are going ahead and putting their dance card out there looking for partners, the more I'm convinced we might actually be moving up in the draft. All right, so you talk about learning lessons. Does Scott Fitterer and David Tepper learn lessons from the last couple of years grabbing quarterbacks uh, that were that didn't pan out? Time to go that other direction. The best direction for this team right now is to go for a younger quarterback that can grow with the young team because a good portion of the Panthers is pretty young, and you've got a chance to get someone that can grow with them. you got to go up and get a quarterback. You absolutely do. How and many picks do you need? You need one pick? You need two picks? You need three picks? You need six picks? You need eight picks? You can, you can well, have Easy killer. Easy killer. We watched the New Orleans Saints tank about nine years of their franchise for making that move for a guy by the name of Ricky Williams. So and to be honest with you, I still don't think they've recovered from that, despite having one of Lombardi between here and there. Um, <laughs> again, I think moving up to a 5-6 spot is more targetable. However, if the Bears are truly looking to trade, not saying – we're not drafting a quarterback, but saying we're actively looking to trade back. I think it becomes pretty inevitable that there's going to be a quarterback run early. Whoever goes to one is going to take either Bryce or CJ. Whoever's left is going to, to the Houston Texans. I don't have any doubt about that. And then because those two come off the board quick and quarterback is so valuable, I suspect you're going to see Will Levis come off the board sometime between three and six. The question is, is Will Levis worth a trade up for three or four spots? Or do you hang tight at nine, take Anthony Richardson, a guy who, by the way, with the exception about the questions of his football brain, has all of the prototypical things that Frank Reich specifically mentioned. He's going to, he is probably going to be available at nine. Is Will Levis worth an extra two or three draft picks to move up to five, six, seven to get? Or do you stay put? Cross your fingers, Levis falls, and if he doesn't take Anthony Richardson at nine, 
that's a question we're going to have some time to look at. All right. So I, uh, in case you didn't know, um, I'm from Ohio and, and I've, I've lived in, in Carolina half my life, but uh, my roots will always be there. So I'm going to root for the Ohio State quarterback. I'm probably going to look at them a little more favorable than I would another school. But in this case, it has nothing to do with that. The best quarterback right now to me is C.J. Stroud. And I'm not the only one who thinks that. And I think he's worth moving up to get. And if you can't get him, don't move up. Fair enough. No, 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 no love for Bryce Young in that spot. By the way, by the way, a Bryce Young who has uh, better odds to be drafted number one overall than C.J. Stroud right now in Vegas. Uh, good for him. Uh, and I do enjoy his Dr. Pepper commercial. But but no, I'm not. I'm not moving up for Bryce Young. I'm only moving up for C.J. Stroud. And if you can't get him, then stay where you are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, children of all ages, that is today's edition of the Views from Men's Street podcast. We will be back towards the end of this week. I'm assuming we'll have a little bit more news. By then, we should know if Deuce Staley is indeed the OC. I suspect that he is. And let's be honest, if you listen to this pod from any minute after 4.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, and you already know that Deuce is the OC, just know that we recorded. This is past Rob. Asking for your forgiveness, ladies and gentlemen. We'll come back on Friday. We'll talk about that. We'll see if there's any names in the hat for D.C. We will see what other moves have been made. And we'll start talking a little bit more draft lines. And before we get out of here, any final words for the people? I'm trying to think of any questions I'd want to ask past Rob. Uh, but I probably already asked them. Yeah, because it was in the past. That's how time works. That's Lonzo. I'm Rob. We're back on Friday. Thanks for listening to the Views from Men Street podcast. Keep pounding, baby.